You are listening to the Today I Found Out podcast, where each weekday we provide an interesting story that is going to feed your brain. You can read more great articles like this by going to todayifoundout.com. Welcome to episode 35 of the Daily Knowledge Podcast, and in this one you're going to learn about the camel's hump. Now, you might be thinking that the camel's hump is filled with water, but that's actually not true, and in today's episode, you're going to find out exactly what they're keeping in there. And In the bonus facts section, you're going to learn a little bit else about why camels are so perfectly suited to desert environments. If Hollywood has taught me anything, it's that a camel's hump is filled with water. Except that isn't true at all. So what are camel's humps filled with? It turns out, fat. These fat humps can weigh as much as 80 pounds and allow the camel to comfortably go one to two weeks without eating, if necessary. Now, some of you out there might be saying to yourselves, well, but one gram of fat gets converted to about 1.1 grams of water during the metabolic process, so it's actually kind of a water store. This is correct in principle, but ends up not helping the camel out any in terms of water supply. Even though more water is produced processing the fat than there was fat, gram for gram, in this case the metabolic process actually uses quite a bit of water due to the arid conditions camels live in. Basically, they lose a lot of water through their lungs getting the oxygen necessary to process the fat, so the net effect of processing the fat actually results in less water than there was before. So where do camels store extra water? It turns out, mostly in their blood and other places, there are already fluids in their body. There really is no central water store anywhere in a camel. What allows a camel to survive in desert environments is mainly just that they are incredibly efficient with their water usage. In fact, they are so efficient that in milder climates, a camel can get all the water they need just from eating relatively green plant life. Their bodies can serve water in just about every way imaginable. For instance, when they pee, what comes out ends up being a pasty substance that has about the consistency of syrup. On the other end of things, their feces come out almost completely dried out and can be used right away for making fires or the like. For comparison, human fecal matter is typically made up of about 75% water. A major area most animals lose water, particularly in arid environments, is via breathing. Camels are no exception, but their breathing system is much more efficient than most as their nostrils have a mechanism for trapping moisture in their breath before it is exhaled. The other major area most mammals lose water in hot areas is through sweat. It turns out camels don't need to sweat very much to stay cool. How do they manage this in the desert with the sun beating down and the sand radiating heat? There are a few things that go into this, most impressive of which is that their body temperature can range from about 93 degrees Fahrenheit or 33.8 degrees Celsius to around 106 degrees Fahrenheit or 41.1 degrees Celsius without any real negative side effects. Their bodies are also well equipped for keeping heat out. The camel's thick coat does a good job of reflecting sunlight and providing nice insulation from the sun and the radiant heat coming from the desert sand. For comparison, a shorn camel will sweat nearly 50% more than a non-shorn camel in order to maintain the same body temperature. Their long legs also work well to keep their body temperature down by keeping the main part of their body mass higher up, away from the hot sand. Also, having a hump of fat instead of fat evenly distributed throughout their bodies ends up allowing for better heat dissipation through the rest of their body and so also helps keep their body temperature down. 
The hunk of fat being on their back also helps insulate the top of their body from the sun. The fat doesn't need much of any oxygen, so the blood flow to this region is extremely low. This, combined with the fact that fat conducts heat slower than water does, makes for a nice little insulated region. Further, after a cool desert night, their body temperature will be around 93 degrees Fahrenheit, and it takes quite some time for their bodies to heat up to the 106 degree level. It takes so long in some cases that the camel may not need to sweat at all during a given day, depending on the ambient temperature and how hard they are working. However, if they get close to that 106 degree Fahrenheit threshold, their sweat mechanism will kick in. Like the rest of their body when it comes to water usage, their sweat mechanism is as efficient as sweating can be, with the sweat evaporating at the skin's surface level rather than soaking into their hair and wasting some of the cooling effects in evaporating off that hair. Another interesting thing is how a camel's body manages water internally. When they need water, their body will first get the water from all fluid parts of their body except the bloodstream. This allows their blood to continue to flow normally, even when they are relatively dehydrated. They can withstand up to a 25% weight decrease from water loss, and it isn't until they start getting close to that level that their main store of water in their blood starts to get used. For comparison on how impressive that 25% number is, most mammals will experience cardiac failure around 12-15% weight decrease due to water loss. This all adds up to a camel that isn't carrying any extra weight being able to go around 2-3 to three weeks in a desert environment without needing to drink water. On the other hand, if the camel is being used as a pack animal and is carrying a lot of weight, they can go 3-4 or four days in that environment without needing to take in any water. And now for today's bonus facts. A camel's blood cells are in the shape of elongated ovals, which allows them to flow more freely when the camel is dehydrated. The blood cells are also able to handle large swings in water levels without rupturing, which is essential for the bloodstream's ability to store extra water. Bonus fact 2. Camels have three eyelids. Two of the eyelids have eyelashes, which help protect their eyes from the sand. The third is a very thin lid, which works as a sort of windshield wiper to clean off their eyes. It closes and opens from side to side rather than up and down. It is also thin enough that camels can see through it somewhat, so in a sandstorm or otherwise windy day when sand is being stirred up, they can close that lid to protect their eyes from the sand but still see where they are going. Camels can also completely close their nostrils, which is helpful in these sorts of sandy situations. Bonus Fact 3 Even though today camels can only naturally be found in parts of Asia, the Middle East, and Africa, camels are actually thought to have originated in the Americas around 40 million years ago. It's thought that they migrated to Asia shortly before the last ice age, though there were still native camels in North America as recent as 15,000 years ago. You just listened to an episode of the Today I Found Out Daily podcast. Tune in every weekday for another great episode, or find more articles at todayifoundout.com.